0: Adam and Chad back again for another episode. No guests this time. It's just me and you, Adam, but I wanted to catch up with you. It's Memorial Day weekend, uh, and some things are getting back to normal. Sports are getting back to normal uh, here and there. I mean, we got NASCAR back, and we got UFC back. Uh, So those are two big sports that are back, Um, and I've been enjoying both of those. I've even enjoyed the iRacing. Uh, but uh, definitely yeah. enjoying NASCAR being back and the UFC, um, and so as things start progressing to normal uh, across the world, like what are some of the differences that you're seeing? Because like I'm seeing that I think for the most part the general public is pretty much over this. Like as far as over staying at home and and, uh, and it seems like the news media wants to send everybody back inside. And right, it's, right. it's a very weird dynamic where the news media seems to be taking a stance. And I don't know if it's based on science or it, it's just that maybe certain people have been affected differently than like a lot of the news media is located in New York City, which has been affected more heavily. And so they right. have a different view of what's going on than people in
1: the rest of the country. I think that's some of it. Some of it's them being because their areas got ground zero. So it does seem a little more, a little different for them. Whereas other parts of the country, like where we're at, it's not really, I mean, there are effects, but nowhere near to the level that it is up there. And I think some of it, I think it's a threefold kind of thing. It's one, some of it's political. Some, it depends on the agency and who it is. You know, some of them, it's all apology. They want to see the world burn. They just want to it. It's all economic to try to destroy Trump. And then there's the other ones that truly believe this thing is like the end of the world pandemic kind of thing where it's, but, and I understand being right there in ground zero, it probably does seem pretty bad. And then you got the other ones that are just fear mongers that are just, it's all drama. It's all, you know, let's see how bad we can scare the public and y'all need to stay home and do what we tell you to do. Cause we know better than you cause you're a bunch of morons and stuff. And so it's kind of, a, it depends on who it is you're dealing with, what, what station you're listening to, you know, who, what, yeah, age that's true. Is.
0: And I'll give you, um so I'll give you an example here. Uh, there, Uh Here's a story from uh, my newsfeed on my phone, just like when I tap news on my phone and hit newsfeed. So I got a story right here. Right. As deaths near 100,000, Trump and others head outdoors, often without precautions. Right. And the thing about saying something like that is, the insinuation is that, the pandemic is getting worse and people are ignoring that, but that's not what's happening. The pandemic is getting better. Uh, And now I don't know the total effects of uh, getting back to normal and what effects that's going to have going forward. But I do know that uh, to, to say that because the number of deaths is getting close to a hundred thousand. Well, I mean, the number of deaths is going to increase from here to eternity. Right. There's still this. people in
1: hospital in the hospital. I mean, too, you know, I'm
0: sure there's still people here and there that die from polio, I mean, you know, and right. it's like the deaths will never go down. Cause what's happened has happened. Right. Uh, it, it, the rate of increase in the number of currently active cases per day is the number that we should be tracking to see right. where we're at on this. And I, I think that, and look, I'm one of the people, look, when this first thing hit and they started telling people they, you probably need to stay home and stuff, I was 100% on board with it because, one, the idea was that we take two weeks and we flatten the curve so hospitals don't get overwhelmed. But the, the, the idea was, look, this thing is going to hit us like it hit Italy, but if we stay at home for a couple of weeks, limit contact,
1: how bad it is, yeah. then,
0: you know, we will keep the number of patients at once in the hospital down. And, right. uh, and you know, and somewhat decreased the number of infections, but it was more about overwhelming the system. Um, right. and it felt like two weeks and then two weeks turned into a month and then a month turned into two months. And I think that people just started feeling like this is not what they signed up for. And it felt like the goalpost got moved because I feel like at first it was less flatten the curve, flatten the curve, flatten the curve. Right. And then once the curve was flattened, now it's like until there. Until COVID, until there's a vaccine or something, right? We're not going to do anything, and that's not the same goal we had in the beginning. And I think that's why you see a lot of people pushing back. I mean, look, there's there's idiots out there too. I mean, uh, and I'm not look, I'm not an anti-gun person or whatever, right? But what kind of idiots went up in the state house in Michigan? I think it was with with assault rifles, like armed. Oh yeah. First of all, I. Look, you can own guns. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with the Second Amendment. Being able to walk in unimpeded to a state house with an assault rifle should not be okay.
1: Like You should at
0: least have to answer some questions about why you're just toting this gun in here.
1: Right.
0: You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying you should be arrested. I'm saying that there should be a cop somewhere that says, hey, buddy, what are you doing? right right. i, I, right. I, I mean well, honestly and then uh, to allow it and they allowed them in there they allowed the protesters yeah. to come in there with the weapons and i'm just thinking no that's too much that that shouldn't you shouldn't have uh, like i, I don't right. know what you do if you if they're for demonstration purposes then you make sure every one unloaded or something i, I don't right. know well but there's and I, there, there's got to be uh better you, you can't You can't allow that. That is a step too far. Yeah, (laughs) You can't allow that to happen.
1: I think some of it, though, in that case, I mean, I don't know for sure. I'm I'm assuming that they would have that. I think they did sort of change. Like, the media is not going to tell us the truth about whether they did. I wouldn't think that they would just let them just walk in there, with you know, just completely unapproached at all. Like, I feel like maybe there was some of that behind the scenes, but, of course, the cameras aren't going to show you that. They're going to play the narrative of oh see look at these crazy people walking in their guns. But then again, like you said, it, it could have happened that way. I, I don't know for sure. I don't I just don't trust the media enough to believe that they just let them walk in there with loaded arm firearms without somebody at least saying, Okay guys, it's got to be unloaded or or kind of checking them through because I know they got yeah. metal detectors and things like that. Well so I no mean way.
0: honestly honestly dude like my first thought was I can't believe one of them wasn't shot. Well right? yeah well because you come into a place full of cops with a gun and barge your way in there and you're angry. Exactly. Seems like a good recipe for getting shot by a cop. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, you know.
1: Yeah, I think, well, and I think a lot of it pays a little, uh, credence to responsible gun owner kind of, and then the police kind of shows you where the future could lie with, as far as the gun debate, you know, things, that the police will stand down in certain situations, I don't believe they just sit there and go, oh, well, whatever happens, happens. I think the, when they know it's responsible, well, you don't really know 100% all the time. But they took it as, okay, these guys, for the most part, they either know who they were or the police felt comfortable enough to be like, you know what, Yeah, we're going to stand down and let these guys – I, do don't, I Let me
0: say, I believe this. There's nothing responsible uh, as a, a gun owner about – protesting your lockdown they're not even protesting gun rights it's like protesting lockdown by carrying a gun to the state house is uh insurrection i mean that that's like that is like plotting a coup i mean that that's right there's nothing responsible gun ownership there's nothing in the uh nra handbook about that like that, that well, encourages that to right, go and yeah. because if you're going to protest something with a firearm, and and what you're protesting is not gun rights, because it'd be different if like you know you're protest like they're talking about some gun legislation, and so you go up there with an unloaded right. gun, like like I could see that happening. I'm not saying even that that's okay. Like I, I I I don't know, but that's a different situation than this. This is protesting being locked down in your home and going to the state house with firearms i don't know how many of them were loaded or not but right. that's threatening somebody with a firearm i mean and as i understand mm-hmm. it i don't think any of them were arrested and that's weird to me no. it's well, strange to saying, me because it, to it feels that feels threatening to me i you know well, yeah but
1: if they were legit threatened like if there was some threats made to the capitol building or anything of that nature i feel like it would have turned into a whole nother problem. And of course you did by having that many people with firearms, there was I kind of thought, oh yeah, all it takes is that one idiot that does do something stupid. That's how the Revolutionary War started. Right, right. I mean and there was that right I mean isn't that what
0: happened in the revolutionary like how the Revolutionary War really got kicked off was the shot heard around the world. It was like a little protest gathering and uh nobody's sure if somebody who did what, I don't think, but like basically the British shot one of the colonists if i remember this correctly and the british shot one of the colonists and that was basically what spurred a lot of people to take the side of the rebels
1: right well but in that case though you had two groups that were at each other's throat where in this case you had just one side because it wasn't like a bunch of liberal anti-gun people i'm not saying it was going to start a war but it could have started a firefight yeah, I, well, I, I think that's what's unusual about the police. For That's why I think there's more to it than what the media put on. Because, for, I mean, I, I agree with you on the side of, yeah, that many people with guns, something is bound to just kick off without, you know, in, with an incident. Some little accidental shot go off or somebody gun discharges. It could create hostility between the police. But for some reason, the police didn't seem to be phased, and that makes me think, that the media blew that into something it really was. Like, it. yeah, it might have been a little irresponsible for that many people, that many guns, kind of creates a nervous environment. But for it not to have went off any different than it did makes me believe that there was some kind of order to it and that there was somebody knowing, you know, like a, there was some organization, even with the police department, that knew, okay, this is a certain particular group. They We know that they do this with their guns. Yeah, and some of it I do think it's double-edged, thing with the show a show of force to say okay look we're showing you what we're capable of you know we have no intentions of overthrowing or anything like that we're going to do it's kind of a show of force which is not really necessarily the good way to handle things because it does create like what you're talking about where there's that chance of something really bad could happen unintentionally but I think that was like kind of a but it also showed that the police would stand down and kind of send a message to the upper government officials that Hey, your police aren't gonna protect you if it comes down to feel like their rights are violated. Even though, like you said, even though when a gun right, it was more of a you're not gonna tell us what to do in this sort of situation, which it's scary in a way because it's like okay, but at the other side, it's like well, how many uh, gun owners that aren't that would just look for that as a reason to shoot or do something to somebody, you know?
0: Yeah, but yeah. like uh, so, I'm I'm pulling up the picture right now. Can you see that?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like this oh, yeah, is yeah, I the saw picture. That.
0: Now, yes. now, the only thing I will say is, at least at the pictures that I'm looking at here, uh, and let me uh, –
1: And they're not screaming at the police, as you I can I don't see, think I'm doing this. Looking.
0: I don't think I'm doing this screen share right, because I just wanted to put it at the bottom where you could still see us. Right, right. Uh,
1: yeah, well, it showed it bigger where everybody couldn't see us as well, uh, at least on my screen. But, it was the biggest part of the screen, so I'm assuming people watching can see the bigger picture, which is good, because they needed to see the full yeah. size. And us, even though we were small, they can still hear us talking. But I, in that, if you look at that picture in the big, uh, the bit when you put it up is it a big. It was a yeah. Big spot. So all right, even look even at those the, guys were not yelling yeah. directly at the police officers. They so, were direct. They're direct yelling at somebody behind them.
0: You see this? You see this uh, picture right here. And right. then, and maybe I was doing that right the first time. I don't know. Uh, and then uh, now, the, the only thing I will say is like, so these are these pictures are from the BBC, by the way. I don't know if you can see the tabs, but uh, this I is from it. the BBC uh, right. article. Um, so uh, this is outside, right. and you see the guns that people are carrying here. Right. And then uh, inside, I'm not sure I see any guns here
1: so yeah right. well, that's what i'm saying that's what and then also if you notice the two men one of them, they're looking around the police officers yelling at somebody on the other side you can tell they're not be because I, I saw the me they had, see this with the police there's not once where they're looking directly at those police. you know you could tell they're not yelling at those police officers the police officers are there to be the middle you know they're, they're doing what they're supposed to do and those men have no problem with their yelling past them at the people behind the other side well
0: actually though uh let me uh let me show you uh, this is a this is a tweet this is a tweet here from hold on uh, one of the legislators I believe uh, and so you can see the people in this tweet uh, from Senator. Right.
1: Oh well, yeah, no, I don't even I mean, know how to say that, but yeah,
0: but well, that's like said, that's inside, right, right. right? I mean, that's got to be inside.
1: Well, I don't know. There, there's, there's, it, it looks like it, it appears to me, but they're talking about the, you know, directly above him yelling at them. Yeah, they're yelling at the sinners. They wouldn't yelling at the police officers, but the way the news like, yeah, they well, were What difference does that them. make? Oh, it does. It just shows that the police are they're not there to start something up with the police. That's where your problem is. If they were yelling and fighting with the police, that's where the chance for a a fire, a shoot-off. Now, the only thing I do agree with that would be dangerous for the senator's sake is, yeah, you never know when I'm just going to decide to take a shot. And I agree with that. Of course, that's why he was talking about their sergeant arms. They've got their own security details. And I'm I'm kind of split out like, yeah, I think they, that's a little much. But then again, it's effective in getting your point across to those senators that, hey, you, you don't have the power you think you do. But I don't agree with them like trying to intimidate as far as, like, I wouldn't want nobody with a loaded gun in there. You know, thinking, okay, these guys, they they could – because you never know, yeah, those guys might be ex-military responsible. They're not really – but there's always that one that takes the opportunity to take that shot. Of course uh, – It triggers a whole – I'll show you five
0: five days later, uh, here's the Detroit Free Press. uh, The Detroit Free Press comes out with this story. uh, You can't see the whole thing. Hold on. Let me, uh, it's let me, let the me band do this. something. Yeah, I'll
1: just do it like this.
0: Yeah. So you see, Michigan considering moved to ban guns inside the state capitol building.
1: Right. And that's just, I mean, well, so, and that makes sense. But to but me. Of course, it's like you if, you're, if your law at state don't have the law to prevent them from having guns inside the state capitol building, that's your own fault. You know, it's like, I figured all state cabins that way, but the fact that they- I know it's that
0: way here in Tennessee, because right. I remember, actually, uh I was working at a city hall when they instituted these laws, and we had to put, um because, like, you have to put signs, I guess, in order for it to be able to be enforced, because so you have to right. put signs that no guns are allowed in any uh, state, like, uh, any taxpayer-funded yeah, facility. No or, I can't remember how it's worded, but- uh, right. any municipal building, something like that. And, yeah. uh, and it was, it had to do with when they, uh, were doing the parks, the guns and parks thing,
1: right. They were right.
0: trying to outlaw guns and parks and then somehow at the same time legalize carrying guns and bars, which seemed not weird to me, but you know, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a, <laughs> I'm not here to get into the gun debate on things like that, but this one
1: particular thing seems wrong to me, I you know, and. Well, uh, I mean, it's up to state. It's kind of like, I, I look at, I think that's odd that they would let somebody with a gun in the court, especially a rifle. I mean, I could see if, if it was for like some kind of gun permit related stuff or they had to check a gun for something just for, you know, I don't know why else they would, but I was shocked. that I mean, when I, mean, I saw that where they actually allowed you to have firearms inside of the courthouses, I thought, okay, that's not really safe, but okay. If that's, I mean, if that's the law, thats they, they have to deal with it. If they, and if they passed it where they couldn't, I mean, I don't blame them. I get it. I mean, regardless of law abiding or not that you're kind of leaving that it's a powdered keg waiting to explode because yeah, it's just a matter sure. of time where somebody comes in there with ill intentions and acts all right. But then, you know, next thing you know.
0: Yeah, for sure. sure. Oh, but uh, to get off of uh, some to get off of political stuff uh, like I was saying earlier we do have uh, sports and stuff going on things are getting back to normal and I think most people some people are still skittish about certain things and some people don't think right. we should be out and like you know we were talking about the media really acting like that there's some big carelessness about uh, doing this but all the data I think is leading to these decisions I, I don't think there are a lot of decisions being made that aren't backed by science and right. uh, it, it's just the, the only things that like I kind of question overall like in how we handled it uh, you know we're definitely going to have to look back and learn from it of course y- you always do in any situation and I'm not right. necessarily blaming anybody Uh, mistakes i'm sure were made along the way one question that i had though is i thought that this is what we had the cdc for and i don't understand that as soon as it broke out and became a pandemic they make a task force and bring in some outside doctors to like be the front people on this and it's like i thought that's why the cdc existed is to take charge in situations like this i don't understand why they haven't been the lead on this and maybe somebody out there has the answer to that i don't
1: yeah i now there's well and it goes back to the stuff with the world health organization and all they like them they're all working in conjunction and of course we've seen that turn into a big you know crap show up there of course i knew that all along that the world health organization is the biggest crooked bunch of political mess you ever saw but in the cdc i'm i've always been a little bit apprehensive on them too but there's a lot of a lot yeah, of mistakes. Why, why I, though? I understand pandemics. You know, we've because the Walking point. Dead, <laughs> right, right, right. It's I mean, there's all kind of crazy stuff. It's I mean, it's just like right now, the CDC should have been prepared after SARS and H1N1, all this other crap that's been happening every couple of years. And there's so much of it that you got to figure out. Okay, how much of this is political? How much of this is crap that you knew better? than they, somebody was asleep at the wheel, you know, different situations. And some stuff people I see people all the time. Of course, the media especially. Oh well, you know they didn't handle this right. They're doing it as they go. Well, yeah, they've never dealt with this kind of pandemic before, so yeah, they're kind of that's yeah. how they're going to have to do it is kind of play it as it right. goes. Right, and let me say,
0: let me say <laughs> too, uh, because I can give you examples on both sides of the political aisle, and 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 I hate that a pandemic has become political somehow. Oh yeah, uh, it's so but obvious. Uh, the I, I'll give you an example of like the governor in New York. He's going to take a lot of flack for this. Uh, is that in the early parts of the pandemic uh, all the models were saying that new york's hospitals were going to be overrun and all these hospital beds were going to be needed and so they sent back as i understand it they sent nursing home patients that were in the hospital back to the nursing homes with the disease and it right. spread through the nursing homes. But the idea was that at least they're, you know, they're going from one medical facility to the other, and they need the hospital beds for people who aren't already residing in a medical facility because they, the model said it was going to get horrible. Right. Which was the stupidest thing it they could have ever done. It never, but it's not like he made this decision in a bubble on his own. And he's right, going to take yeah. all the heat for it, of course, because he's a right. guy on top. But I'm sure that like people with degrees and stuff, came up with this, and he just thought, okay,
1: I trust these people. It was a collective thing, yeah. Well, and my biggest problem with it is, well, two things. One, well, actually, a third thing, the the politics of it. And then the two, he's trying to defer blame to Trump. Trump had nothing to do. That was his decision and his group all on his own. Trump had nothing to do with it Didn't tell him to do that. And then three, Washington, from the very get-go, the first deaths in this country were in a nursing home, and they knew that they were at the highest risk. And how stupid are you not to just lock down all your nursing homes and then take care of the patients and remove them immediately to save the rest of the people there? Because you know that that's obviously they're in the most danger and they knew that early on. So that's my biggest problem with him. And I think he should be held majorly, him and his whole crew should be held accountable for it because that was something that they should have known better, regardless of the bad, you know, yeah, and, trying and to I make, mean, and that's try to pass the buck to Trump is what really. So that's, but that's the
0: left side of the aisle over there. And like I said, I think they're operating with the best information they have for the most part and just doing what they think is best in that particular case. And uh, you know, and I'm talking about decisions made early on, not decisions made after the fact or like who you lay blame on later. I'm talking about decisions made early on when it was a serious thing. And uh, but like, as far as uh, Trump goes, look, there are a lot of things that I think Trump has made mistakes in this too. I think one is not letting the experts that are assigned to this deal do the medical talking and he just come out to comfort the nation and say, Hey, we're going to get through this. We're working with all these smart people and we're going to get through this and not, not give that bait, like uh, mention specific drugs or specific drug trials or start trying right. to talk about things that you don't fully understand, uh, right. like the, the disinfectant thing, um, you know, and all this was blown out of proportion also, but it's his fault for bringing it up because right. you just leave the, the media, talk, leave the medical talk, leave the medical talk to the medical people. Let them answer
1: the question.
0: And then you be the – they used to say it all the time with uh, – it was either Bush or Obama, they would say the comforter in chief.
1: Uh, And and I don't remember
0: which president it was that they used to say that a lot. But they uh, – that's really what your job is, is to put together the best team of people you can. But when you're in the public eye, just comfort people. Right, he's and, done it
1: for the most part. But like you said, he also yeah, has, and then he'll go off track
0: else. and start attacking yeah. people and stuff too. And it's right. like uh, you know that wasn't
1: the time for it or whatever. Right. Well, I blame um, the media for that. It's just like they they if they would if they give him a a fair, which like you said, there's, oh there's no, he would. Yeah, but that's the thing.
0: That's the right. thing. He's gonna still. Take I agree shots. that they've been horrible. I agree that the media has been horrible to him. Right. But he would be the same guy he is. However, they were acting. And right, this is just right. because gonna I've say known who then. Donald Trump was. I've watched Donald Trump for years and years. Everybody knows right. who he is. He was like this. And right, He takes right, anything right. personally, any right. small thing he takes personally. And right. so he would have been doing this with the media, even if they treated him, uh, right. you know,
1: take shots at him a, a lot like, better. Right.
0: He, he, would, he would still be taking shots at him. So uh, right. I. I'm not saying some of it's not justified. And I don't blame him for fighting back in some cases because right. I, a lot of cases I don't blame him for fighting back, but he has a personality where he was gonna be I, I think he's like he has to have that enemy all the time
1: that, right, right that uh, right.
0: that sort of unseen enemy all the time that it yeah. is so I, you know I, I just I, and it's honestly like it's that's basically what politics is anyway. Uh, right. so. I don't know. Uh, on the happier stuff, though, man, um, like I said, and I've been trying to get to it, and then I keep running off on these tangents. Sports <laughs> is back. Uh, I've been watching NASCAR. Coca-Cola 600 is going on right now while we're recording this video. And yeah. uh, the, uh, they're also having – and I thought it was interesting this year, the Tiger versus Phil uh, – golf charity, and it's uh, Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning versus Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, I thought that was interesting. I saw that. I thought this ought to be fun, you know, to see how that goes. Just in the personalities in general, how they interact and things it just, you know, really makes you wonder how that's all going to work out. And um, I'm trying to think of what all else they I, – I guess they're, they're the only ones, though. I don't know if it's going to be a continuous thing or.
0: No, well, no. The uh, there, there's like golf in general is coming back, and then yeah, uh, you know, like I said, uh, NASCAR has come back, and uh, also uh, I've seen somewhere uh, see, college football, which I think we were on the air after the after UFC two forty nine. I think we are on the air. Right. <laughs> I'm still talking like we're on radio. Uh, right. No, uh, I think we did a show after UFC two forty nine. Uh, but the UFC has had right. some good events uh, and, you know, no problems have popped up out of those. Uh, and the now the NBA is in talks with Disney to go on to the Disney World campus and host right. the end of the NBA season, which could be – that honestly, I think that could be epically cool. I, I mean, I think to, to just put them all together and sort of have a, a abbreviated, like uh, – not a one and done tournament like the NCAA tournament, but uh, just have the playoffs all there at Disney and just in quick succession. I think that could be fun to watch.
1: Yeah, it could be. Uh, I, I'm curious about it because I thought, well, oh, that sounds like it might work. And uh, a couple other things, of course, like uh, you used to talk about UFC stuff. Some of that you got that coming up this next weekend. This coming Saturday, they're going to have the uh, Woodleys fighting again. So, I guess assuming that everything goes all right and everybody tests out. Okay. But that, yeah, the, with the basketball, though, I, of course, I'm not as into it as some of it, but I think that some, and I've heard them even talk that about uh, even hockey doing a uh, possibility of a Stanley, like a, a bre- abbreviated. Right. Thing yeah. I've heard about that too, that too. Yeah. That one might work too, but it's just going to be so weird without the fans being there. It's just, uh, you know, some of that stuff, momentum in the games and just different. Um, Different stuff. I don't know, but if it's sports, though, I mean, that's like right now they talking about. You know, if you look at NASCAR, how I many people are watching? How good their ratings are. I'm like, well, it's the only thing. You know, it's the only show in town right now. So, and then I guess baseball is going to try to continue on and do some things. But it's like, well, you know,
0: baseball. We'll I think that. is in more need to do it than most of right. the other sports because baseball uh, doesn't have the baseball has a chance to get some following back that it right. lost you know right. uh while there's not a lot else going on right. although they're the always fans. playing all summer long and and there's really nothing else going on except for mls for part of the summer i think and uh yeah. they still uh, it, i i don't know i mean honestly i think it's because they play too many games if they play an abbreviated right. season i think it'll be a lot more popular baseball yeah. will it may show them that that's hey
1: this this plan will actually work you know <laughs> so, yeah and I, at this point though i'm i just want everything to be right for college football, I've seen some of the college You know, college sports have just took a hit. And they're talking about the way they're going to, have to change things. Some stuff needed to be changed. I even sit here and talk now about the paying players thing, came back, you know, they ended up ruin in favor of some things on that.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, there's a lot of that going on. And I think uh, football is going to be the test. I, I think if, if, they're, if they can get football well, to start. I think football um, will start fine.
0: I, I right. really do. I don't think – because here's what I think. Like, people keep saying, oh, well, I don't know, some of the West Coast teams might not play, or California might not let their teams play. But California has basically already said they want sports to come back now. Uh, they reverse right. course on what they were saying. Look, man, it's follow the leader, and they just want somebody to take the leap first so they can be the
1: scapegoat if it goes right. wrong. Right, right. Uh, and you know the SEC will be the one right. that will say, you but you know if what, the, we're, we're playing ball. Yeah,
0: if the SEC comes back, don't think the other leagues are gonna let the SEC come back without them coming back. Sure. It's not gonna right. happen.
1: Right. So we'll I have SEC Big Twelve will be the first two to step
0: We'll have college play. football, we'll have NFL, I believe, on regular schedule. The question is how many fans are gonna be at the games? Are there gonna be right. Uh, is it going to be allowed any fans at the games? Or are they going to allow students to come only to football games? Or right, are right. they going to do half capacity and there has to be a seat in between every person or
1: they could do that. You know,
0: I mean, they're, they're, you know, there's probably a thousand scenarios they could do. And right. there's also things that they have to juggle with all these leagues um, when it comes to, okay, but what do we do if, we have a breakout, like right. what if somebody gets it and then another person gets it and then, like, all of a sudden the whole team, 3 you know, four or five people on a team are sick.
1: Right. Those are what they're going to have to watch versus the team because they're in such close pro- – I mean, the fans come and go and they're outdoors today, But the team's day in, day out, locker rooms and buses and, you know, they're all in close proximity. So, I think they're going to have to be well, very careful – how the question
0: is, yeah, them. and, I, you know, I don't know as much in college sports that it would affect it, but, like, let's say you're in the NFL. There's 32 teams. Let's say two right. teams get hit hard by the coronavirus. And because, you know, you're going to have to quarantine even if you don't uh, – even if you have mild right, coronavirus. Right, Players out for two and games so because of Now virus. does it become yeah. a situation where we've got too many teams that are affected that it's not fair anymore to keep this right.
1: whole season going because, you know, these certain teams have no chance of competing. Right. Oh, and I think it would be like the basketball season where one or two team breaks out, they stop the whole season. They'll just pause it.
0: Well, basketball is one player, and it, like, went right. from one player to the whole season got shut down. At like, yeah. they shut down that one game, and they, then it was like, we're done. And I think football
1: will it, take a, a locker room full probably or a whole, you know, yeah. four or five players on one team all of a sudden and somebody gets really sick or a coach. What, what I'd be more concerned with is the coach, you know, because some of the coaches that's, are older.
0: And that's a big you know. thing is a lot of people don't think about that because they talk about that. Uh, and I do think that's one of the things that's not talked about is everybody talks about, well, college kids are healthy, you know, and they're, they're, their chances, they've got a higher chance of dying from seasonal flu, I think, than dying from the coronavirus. Right. right. Outside, well, of One, that doesn't mean they're not going to get horribly sick. Uh, right. But, and, and two, you uh, Coaches, though, are generally older and in that higher-risk category. Right. And the coaches have to be there for the games, too. Referees are in that older category. And so, there are people involved in it that are still at risk, and at higher risk, rather. Oh, yeah. So, they have to mitigate that. And, I I mean, I think they will, and I think they'll do a fine job, and I think they'll come back. But there are – like, a lot of little logistical things involved in a sports league coming back that I, that I think people don't take into account when they – because, like, a lot of people just think, well, just go play. Just don't have any fans and go play. And it's, like, it's really not that simple for them. Right.
1: Between coaches and umpire I mean, well, and I wouldn't be surprised if you see this time, like, around football. And they'll probably do it to be prepared. And I'd do it just to be prepared, even if you don't need it. You'll have umpires with umpire face masks. They're like the, you know, the black and white stripes. You'll have coaches that are wearing the face mask with the – Imprints of the whatever team, you know, yeah. university there are and stuff. And I wouldn't be surprised. Like, people probably would laugh about it, but don't be surprised if come fall, you did. That's what you see on the sidelines. All the coaches have. Face mask on. I'm honestly surprised
0: and, coaches don't already wear the face mask because you know how they always take the uh, play sheet and put it in front of there so right, they can read their lips. Right. Like, they'll probably I, start I, wearing I, masks from now solved.
1: on. Right. Right. I mean, it, and there is some cool. I mean, there's things that they can do to to modify it to where. And I, I mean, I wouldn't. I'd be surprised if Alabama had you know like Saban, of if he's in that age range too, and they want to protect. I know they'll want to protect those coaches. So I could see. And speak of that, you see where uh, you know Charlie Strong's, you know. Or the Alabama staff now? No, I didn't see that. Yeah, they made him uh, um, official now, so he's going to be one of the coaches on, you know, on defense. So it's yeah. going to be uh it'd be interesting. But I've always uh, I've always like, liked Charlie Strong. Who's coaching South to, Florida now? Who took that job? I don't remember. Oh, you know, I saw it because they mentioned it in the thing I read because it popped up on my phone earlier today, and it was like, oh look. He's the next rehab coach, you know. Ones that's had bad luck, which Charlie Strong never had but he just got bad in situations. That's all he. Yeah, all I mean, I he, don't he know. what he did at Florida when he was a defensive coordinator. You know, we know what what he. Willie
0: Taggart had of. him set up pretty good at South Florida, and right.
1: uh, maybe he's just not a head coach. You know, some of the guys are just yeah. coordinators. You
0: know, they just. But I did. I've always liked Charlie play. Strong, and I've always liked his coaching style, and, and so oh, yeah. I, like I, I, I like Charlie Strong a lot, and I, I think, think he'll, he'll fit in
1: just fine at Alabama. Yeah, he'll be fine at Alabama,
0: and he'll he'll be successful. Um, but you're right as far as like – and I think that's kind of one of the other things that I've thought about in this deal is like when some of the sports that have come back, like like NASCAR, which, you know, it's going on tonight. I'm going to watch the end of the race as soon as we get done with this video. Okay. But uh, so they are – like the pit crews and stuff are wearing masks. Mm-hmm. And, okay, it makes more sense in NASCAR maybe, but like in the UFC fights. You got two fighters in here getting bloody and sweaty all over each other. The referee is not wearing a mask and everybody in their corner wears a mask, but is still coming in there with bare hands, drying blood off their face and stuff. (laughs) And it's like, I don't, the masks are pointless. You're just doing this for like, just to say, Hey, we're taking precautions because that, that, it's pointless in that situation. You're talking about, uh, first of all, when you're talking about somebody's corner, you're talking about people that have been together in close proximity for three months, you know, uh, they, right. it, it's, they don't need to wear a mask around each other because they, have and each person in there has been tested prior to being allowed in there. So right. it, it, the, the mass saying, the mask thing doesn't make any sense at all in the UFC. Like I said, everybody in the building has been tested, and they're allowed right. in the building because they've been tested. Right. Uh, so what's the point of them wearing masks? It's just for camera. It's just optics. It's right. just for optics to, for them to wear the mask on camera. That's exactly, and it, it's, yeah. Uh, and you see that, like, even someone point to it. Like, and, you know, at first they weren't going to have any any inside the octagon interviews. uh Right. And Joe Rogan fought against it. And uh, Daniel Cormier also didn't want to do that for for when he was the uh, main talent in the, uh, on the, uh, I don't know if you call it the sideline or whatever, but, uh, but they both, you know, they fought to go in there and do the because it was ridiculous in the first place. You know, they're sitting ringside. Blood could splatter on them for crying out loud. (laughs)
1: Right. Yeah. I saw that and I thought, well, this is kind of silly, but, and then a lot of people, if you understand how the masks work and stuff. A lot of times they don't even protect you fully. It's more of a, if the person's. Right. Tick, so the deal with the mask. Putting it out everywhere, you know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. The deal with the mask is, uh, and I saw this chart uh, and I, I came, my wife showed it to me. It was on somebody's Instagram. Um, but it was a chart that basically showed that the chances of a person that's wearing a mask being infected by a person like let's say that the person that has COVID is not wearing a mask and you are your chances of catching it are still 70 percent
1: right and depending on if the person where
0: the person that has it's wearing the mask and you're not wearing a mask your chances go down to five percent and if you're both wearing a mask it goes down to like one and a half percent I think and right. so, the purpose of the mask is to keep infected people from spreading it through coughing, coffin, basically. Right. And or somebody that's asymptomatic. Yeah.
1: Somebody that's asymptomatic, they're wearing it. Doesn't it doesn't know they they're carrying not. it. Yeah. Right. Exactly they, that right. Would prevent yeah. them from getting it on somebody. And people like, I see a lot of people with these fashionable the cloth masks and all that. The cloth mask is like a 50 50 thing. The cloth does not stop the microbes from coming through. And then you got the N95s, which those – I think those are a little different from, like you used to talk about the 70%. Yeah, but the.
0: Here's what the cloth thing does, though. I think, right. like the cloth mask, at least if you cough, you don't spit Spray it everywhere. like right. entire, uh, like whatever. Yeah. <laughs> what do you call little spit droplets? It's you don't drop put droplets. Yeah. droplets everywhere. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, well, No, I mean, I think it's just as effective to cover keep people that say got that's that's got COVID or may have symptoms. I mean, the people that are wearing it, thinking that that cloth mask is protecting them it's like, no, nah, that's where the 70% come in. It's like if somebody sneezed, has it, sneezes on you and that's the only protection is that called mask, you're probably a good chance you're probably going to get symptoms. Yeah, it'll protect you somewhat because you're not getting hit directly. So it does block the bigger droplets, but the little micro stuff is going to still get through unless you got a, a like an N95 or like I have an N99 and it, it protects up to a certain percentage. But if somebody does sneeze directly on my face, I'm still not, you know, <laughs> it's like now somebody sneezes in my vicinity coughs yeah it gives me a better chance than somebody with a cough mask but I'm still not unless that person's wearing a mask I used to taking, saying I'm still going to be in danger all the way around so it's like if everybody wore masks it protects everybody because I see people it's my right you know they get mad because they're being told I'm like look you're being selfish because you're, you're actually being told to do this to help protect everyone because if you're asymptomatic you might be spreading it around And it's like, of course, you tell some people. It's like, am my grand, you know, grandparents thing like that? I'm not going to go visit them because, yeah, more than likely, I'm not going to have it. But I'm not taking that risk, right? And I got a mask, and I could wear my mask around. Yeah, exactly. But I'm scared. I still don't want to take that chance to, you know, possibly or through hands. Yeah, uh, well, yeah,
0: because now you're out interacting with people again and things like that. So, so you don't know what you've picked up from day to day and stuff like that. So it's just you're just taking precautions. Um, And, and, you know, look, it's going to get to a point where uh, it'll be like swine flu and the other ones, like we'll have enough treatments and stuff, and then it'll kind of just become one of those things. Uh, So for right now, you take the precautions and we ease out of it. Like I think everything is on track for a pretty good recovery from this. And honestly, they said we were going to have like a million people in the United States die, and we haven't hit 100,000 as of yet. We will, but we haven't. And so that's pretty darn good. I mean, oh, yeah. like, Overall, I mean much, we've done yeah. very much better than we predicted. So I the think model, that, uh, you know, a lot of times people like to look at the glass half empty
1: and you got to some days look at the
0: glass half full. That's all I'm saying.
1: Right. Well, and you look at what Fauci said, if you go back, and I mean, there's a lot, they've been on TV so much that he said, he took before, I remember talking about, they did these different models. He said, look, you got the low end, you got the high end. He said, I kind of take it somewhere in the middle. And, and he said in the beginning that in the middle for him was somewhere between 102,000 or a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand 200,000 was like the middle ground. Cause I think he said that one of the high ends was showing like 400 to thousand to a million. And then the low end was saying 60,000 or lower or something like that. And he said, I kind of get in the middle and we're kind of right in that right now, you know, we're kind of in that area. We're kind of between I mean, I'm sure it's going to go a little over a hundred thousand because like you said, people, and say oh 100,000 people died yeah but it's because there's been people they forget about all these people that have been hospitalized for the past two three weeks month and they finally and something just happens and they die and then we also found out about this garbage where these hospitals are getting paid more to say it's a COVID-19 death when we're finding out some of these deaths were probably not even COVID related and they just did it because it's like well they were in the hospital we had all this going on they died from a heart attack we're gonna say it was COVID you know, and I, I've seen a bunch of stories online and other nurses in different places where little side, you know, articles and things saying, hey, they, they're not doing it. they are only do this because they're going to get paid more if this person dies in the hospital, and they claim it's a COVID case. And they said there's probably about 10% to 20% of these deaths that aren't even COVID at all, and they just happened to be in the hospital and died from, you know, something different or or pneumonia. They got regular pneumonia, and they said, well, it's, it mimics – you know, because COVID nineteen, it people that don't, it's all oh, this is a really bad viral pneumonia.
0: Right. Well, that's the that, yeah, and I, I so I guess that's another thing that you have to keep in mind with this whole thing is the real numbers are not going to be fleshed out until afterwards, and that's just a product hmm. of we're trying to we're in a phase right we're not in as much of a data gathering phase right now as we right. are trying to fight it. So, uh, yeah. you know. And and so you get a lot of data points coming in, and I'm sure there's some overlap and things like that. And different states report things in different ways. I mean, I know that's, right. that's always been a problem. Uh, when I used to work at a city hall, like uh, one of the problems with crime reporting to the FBI is uh, different places report, for example, like uh, whether or not a homicide is solved or not differently. And so different people's solve rates for homicides are, are different while they it may actually be the same, you know? Right, uh, right. And so there's, there's some things that aren't uniform that'll have to be worked out though. Uh, one last thing, man, before we, uh, before we stop, uh, our, uh, show for this, uh, this week, I say week, we just do it whenever we want to, but, right. uh, <laughs> I wanted to bring up – I was going to bring up any movies. I was like, uh, any upcoming movies, because I thought that Wonder Woman was coming out, like, this week. And I see now that it's been pushed back to August.
1: Yeah, yeah. I guess, and they're figuring maybe they want to make sure it comes out in the theater, and that's probably the best – you know, and I've been waiting here because I know that I'm one of the people – I like the Minions, and the Minions are coming too, the Rise of Groove. So that one's looking like it might actually go straight to – where you can watch it on, like, direct and stuff like that.
0: But yeah, I mean, and I thought they were just going to stick with that model through right. this as, like, I release them on the date they're supposed they to release uh, and, and then uh, go through that. But, like, I think Fast and Furious 9 has been delayed. Uh, right. And uh, – Seems like action movies. It seems new like Mutants, only the – New Mutants, which I think was new already Mutants. pushed yep. back a year, has now been pushed yeah. back again. Uh, right. And so – and I don't even know if it's going to end up being good. Uh, right. but
1: uh, it may get scrapped all together the way this goes. I, I bet there's well, I think they've already made it now, so you
0: might as right. well release it, right? But I like to yeah. me, just release it, man. To me, it's a better opportunity for a movie like New Mutants, which doesn't have a right. lot of hype coming around it because they're not like super well known comic characters, right? Right, and right. they're not part of the I guess. Well, I guess now that it's owned by Disney, they are part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, or if they want right. them to be, they can be uh but it's a different kind of a movie anyway because i think it's kind of shot in more of a like horror type uh yeah situation um but like why not release it now straight to video when people got nothing else to do you right, think right. honestly like do you think tiger king would have been as big as it was had it not been for the lockdown probably not I don't it know, It's It still man. been that's like kind a of
1: crazy crap. Well, yeah, it is. That's true, yeah. <laughs> but you're right. It probably wouldn't have as much. It'd probably been big, but not to the level that it's – the notoriety that it's gotten because of it. But, like, you look at uh, – I think that Troll movie did pretty well and that new Scoob. It seems like all the animated ones right, are yeah. going ahead and saying, you know what, People, I'm, not, I'm that way. I don't give a crap if I see it in the theater, and especially animated. And if people's got kids – Oh, if any school, business is going mean, to
0: suffer horribly from this, it'll probably be the theater business. Right. Um right. because uh if movies start figuring out that they can make a lot of money from direct
1: to home, right, then $15, uh, it, you know, to watch it at home. Right. It, yeah. You know, and it only plays once. I don't and know. And no middleman. Right. Right. I mean, they're going to say, well, what do They are we all own their
0: for? own streaming service. They can make them exclusive. I right. mean, think if and, you're a Disney, if you're Disney plus all the stuff Disney owns, they, they make it exclusive and only release it on Disney. to Disney plus already subscribers. You got to pay another 15 bucks to see it or 10 bucks or whatever. Right. And, and, and they could probably do it for ten or less because honestly, the only reason it costs fifteen twenty dollars to see a movie at the movies is because of all the steps it has to go through before it gets to the theater. Right,
1: and four K, and you got four K. People say, well, if there's six people in the house watching it, and, and normally they would have had to pay. I'm like, half those people aren't going to bring their kids, and you know, it's like you got to look at the overall thing. And there are your traditionals that want to watch it in a theater, but like me, it's gotten where the experience it's dangerous one because the shooting idiots that want to shoot the places up. You, the, most of the these the theaters aren't well taken care of. Of course, you know, we have a local one that's, you know, piece.
0: Yeah, but have you been in the local one? Like, we have a local one here where we live that never had a great reputation, but, yeah. like, they've redone it. It's better it, now. And it yeah. is
1: better Oh, yeah, because, yeah, we went and saw um, – Oh, that's right. You and I went and saw Star Wars, one, uh, Star Wars I think it was, it was yeah. Last Star, and they had the, the new seats and yeah. all that, which I – yeah, I did give them credit there. They stepped it up, but it's too little too late. It's just like what kills me about this theater, though, and it's another thing, their restrooms are still crap it's like come on man it's like i don't know how well they'll do after because they were so nasty before and now with all this going on yeah
0: the hand God, dryer have- for the people who don't live where we live which is most of the audience uh the uh but uh, for the people that don't know the hand dryers in these bathrooms like you can, can blow you. on your own hands harder than the hand dryer right.
1: blows. It's like the guy that goes back when and <gasps> came out in the theater,
0: and it would do better,
1: right? Right. And I thought, I thought, and then it's the ugliest tile you've ever seen. Which I, some of that I don't care. I mean, it looked like basically they said, "What's the cheapest crap you've got to put in this bathroom when they were building the place?" And the guy's like, "Yeah, this ugly color right here. <laughs> I want that." Yeah, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, let me find the what. What kind of toilet seats do you have? And what's the, you know, it. I mean it's terrible, it was terrible, I remember thinking, and I mean, I usually don't critique a bathroom of a theater, I really don't care, because I'm not spending much time, there. I mean, it's usually when you're leaving, or on your way in, you know, it's just a quick, hey, I gotta go, but at least, it's like, come on, at least try a little bit, but I, I've never been, I, when I was younger, I used to love the theater experience, but it's gotten worse, because of people in public don't know how to act right, and don't have any kind of, you know, manner, they don't care, you know, they don't care what's happening between the phone crap, and the, you know they're tearing their bag open they sound like they're ripping the box of candy open like an animal under their chair and it's like <laughs> the one scene where i want to hear something it's like yeah let me wait till there's an important conversation to rip open my box of raisin do you, ever, cow, do you ever do you
0: ever do you ever catch yourself at the movies and like you miss something they said you didn't quite hear it and you catch yourself grabbing for a remote to rewind a little bit like i do that <laughs> yeah, all the time i'm like oh man i'm at the movies i can't do that Yeah.
1: I catch myself getting angry because I'm like, oh, I wish I had DVR to go back and hear that. Thanks to Gooper down below. And then I go back to 10-year-old me when I used to go in the theaters and sit in the back. And I would love – watch. I I remember watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And I always brought one of those big foot-long pixie sticks that you could buy at the things. I don't think they sell them at the theaters now. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, kid kid crack. Yeah, pretty much kid crack. Yeah, it's a foot-long thing, a kid crack. I think that's Chris Rock, right? No, that's Sinbad. 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 Yeah, Sinbad. Sinbad. Yeah, he's Sinbad. talking about Pixie yeah. Sticks being kitty crack. Yeah. And, but he, had the, he was talking about the little paper ones. I, I, this is a big old plastic one. Well, I figured out when I was about 10 years old that you can get a good size M&M in that hole just right. So it could be like a little dart gun, and you get you a box of M&Ms, you sneak in, you buy you a Pixie stick, and if somebody gets to acting up, you, you freaking peg their about head with the m and M.
0: Well, so you yeah, were like, what do you mean if somebody gets to acting up? You're the ten year old spitting M and M's at people. <laughs>
1: right, right. Well, no, Who are you judging?
0: Know. It was only in this situation. Like you're like, the hall monitor in this situation. <laughs> right, you're, right. you're the well, hero. He A ten year old kid is sitting in the back of the theater spitting M and M's at people, and you're the and he's the
1: hero? Come on. <laughs> no, dude. no, well, no. See, that's the thing is, no, I didn't go in there to do it. Like, like there are those kids that you know they're spitting at the screen or doing, you know, you're doing it to cause trouble me it was more of a deterrent thing like i i got so tired of being in there i'm trying to watch ninja turtles like for like probably the fifth time
0: so like and you even at that age you thought you were in charge of the world that's what i'm hearing
1: no i was I like was you was thought it was control. your
0: responsibility to tell everybody else how to act right. <laughs>
1: at well, 10 years I, old i i was more of a, a motivational tool I, I like to use to make them know okay i'm trying to watch the movie and, and you know, it actually worked very well because like back then they didn't have stadium seating so you had to be good to hit somebody, you know, without pegging <laughs> the wrong person. So <laughs> it was like, you know, and they, work, And you hit them, and then they kind of <laughs> get the idea. They turn around. They're mad. Usually they get up and leave because they got tired of getting hit with M&Ms, and they think, all oh, punk kids. Well, now they left, so it was like it actually was very effective because I could watch the movie in peace, and – you know,
0: I don't. Man. Why are we here? What, what are we? What are we talking about?
1: <laughs> well, the theater experience, man. It's, it all goes. All goes back to the theater experience is probably going to go away after this because, you're it wasn't that great anyway. It's kind of been going downhill. And yeah, I'd rather. I know with four K 4K TVs, four K is kind of starting to be more prevalent. HD in general. I actually and, don't.
0: uh Yeah, I'll, yeah but I've like, got a
1: sixty-inch screen. I TV,
0: actually so. don't. I prefer less definition when you're viewing it on a big screen like that because they haven't caught up filmmaking techniques, haven't caught up with the high definition. And so things that are fake look fake. And like in, in a 4k situation or a ultra HD situation, maybe not even 4k uh, because I actually don't know if I've ever seen anything in 4k, but uh, the, in an ultra HD situation, like when you have, uh, um, look at the movie Black Panther, which is a great movie, uh, I have it. But the scene where like the CGI rhino or whatever is running around, yeah, and then there's a real person in the, like it's so obvious it's CGI. It's like, right. and it wouldn't well, be if it was standard death, you know. Right, so right. I, I think we're losing some of the magic of it when we add this super duper high def right. stuff.
1: Well, that's why I still have a DVD player. And sometimes when I go to Redbox, and yeah, I use Redbox, I don't stream everything. But <laughs> I'll get i buy, I'll rent DVDs, not because I'm being cheap and want a cheap one. It's because certain movies, I know they use a lot of special effects. And I'm like, okay, if I watch it on Blu-ray or 4K, it's going to look fake. But on standard definition, it kind of still looks you know, real, even though it's not that nice, clear 4K for the most part of the movie whenever you see those scenes with cgi it actually looks more believable because you don't see as much of the imperfection and much of the camera tree you know you don't get to see it not, not it's as bad right. as like when we watched when you were talking about spider-man Four because it has gotten better in that case but if unless the movie's all animated or all cgi you pretty much i mean yeah, you can you can forget it. So it's it's uh. But I feel like. Um,
0: well, speaking like, of uh, speaking of the things uh, uh, coming out though, because we were talking about the different yeah. services having their own streaming, uh, and I wanted to get to this before we get off here. But uh, I think Disney Plus has pushed up WandaVision to this year, if I'm not mistaken. So that'll be coming out, and that's the new yeah. Marvel Cinematic Universe show or miniseries. I'm not sure which one it is. Mandalorian season two is also on the way. Uh, right. And they pushed up the release date to that, I understand. Oh, so, yeah. Well, I mean, why would yeah. uh, D- Disney Plus is going to uh, work a lot in those directions. Uh, and right. like you said, I-, I think there are movies I'm looking forward to. Uh, I, I want to see the Wonder Woman movie. I hate that it's getting
1: pushed back, I, you know, because I would definitely pay to watch yeah. it at home. I'm, and, that uh, one I probably would. I'm not as excited about it because I, I just don't like when they go back into the, I guess because the 80s, even though I'm a – I was like five and 84, but I didn't just it, that that whole era just wasn't as cool to me. And I don't, I like her with the gold armor. I think there's going to be some cool stuff, but I want them to go more future. I want to, you know, Justice League type. I want to move forward, you know. And they
0: still got to get that figured out because the only people they got right. left are Jason Momoa and Gal Gadot, right? Well, no, yeah. Ezra Miller, I guess, is still around. He made an He's appearance in drama here lately. Did you yeah. see his? Oh, he has?
1: Yeah, with some mess. That, I mean, his personal life stuff, not. I mean,
0: anything, kind of like, I, I hadn't heard anything about this.
1: Yeah, uh, it was, um, I'm trying to remember what all it was. It was something, I, I forget, it was like domestic related or something, kind of like, you just think, oh, I didn't think he was like that. But I, I'd have to go back and check to make sure how valid all of it was. But I think there were some accusations or some other mess like that, you know. But I don't know if it was real, unfound- I think it was unfounded because, I haven't heard much else about it since. Oh, so yeah, I see.
0: I yeah, he appears to choke a fan in a video, according to a couple that's of it. sources. I knew, I was
1: thinking domestic, but I couldn't remember if it was a fan or if it was like yeah, a girlfriend. Yeah, well, that's what it says something. anyway
0: here yeah. on the thing that I just looked up. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, uh, but he made an appearance in the CW's uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover. Uh, he made an appearance with the TV Flash, and uh, that was pretty cool um yeah. but i'd like to see more justice league so of course i'd like to see more affleck as batman and uh i'm yeah. so disappointed that that's that. not happening because i liked ben affleck as batman uh and yeah. like in the jay and silent bob reboot <laughs> where he says right. "Backflip forever baby right,
1: right. <laughs> yeah I, I mean have you I seen that thought- by the way I have, yeah. It's great. Yeah, that was, that was fun. <laughs> like, if you're a fan, if you're it's a not fan, for the faint of heart, though, people that are kind of. But it's good. It's, it's like
0: uh, If you're, you you're a really fan watch. of the Kevin Smith movies, uh, then right. it pays homage it. to all of them and right. kind of wraps up uh, Chase and Amy uh, to some degree. And right. uh, it's got uh, people from clerks, people from mall rats. Uh, yeah. it, it's it's really well it's really cool it's a really good movie and, and if uh, you haven't
1: seen the movie or something you just the only if you just want to watch like parts to kind of just watch the spin with the chicken restaurant and that's oh yeah that's, that's, that's awesome. at the
0: very beginning but yeah yeah yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know i say okay to give you an idea of what you're getting yourself into so if you find somebody's got a clip somewhere just watch that And you mm-hmm. if you can't right. handle that then you probably don't need to watch the movie.
0: <laughs> well we're gonna wrap it up uh it's been a good show Thanks everybody for watching, make sure you like and subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, and also make sure if you want to buy insurance and you're in the state of Tennessee or the state of Arkansas, go to memphisfarmers.com. Thanks.